passion, drive, and patience. The formula of winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything for you to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has it covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP it needs to be and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Again, ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Summer's coming. Are you ready to unveil that beach pod? Manscaped is here to ensure your body is ready for the wild with their game-changing full-body grooming and hygiene product. Don't be the guy at the beach with Austin Powers chest hair. And maybe you've grown some winter man tits. At least you can make them hairless. It's time to get ready for hot guy summer by going to manscaped.com and getting 20% off in free shipping with my promo code Bubba. Manscaped is dedicated to helping you increase your confidence and level up your full-body grooming game with the Performance Package 4.0. The kit comes with the essential lawnmower 4.0 waterproof cordless body trimmer and a ton of other liquid formations to round out your grooming routine. Whether you're trimming your chest or your treasure chest in your pant, doesn't matter. This is the best trimmer on the market. Inside the performance package, you're going to find the Manscaped Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Ball Toner, Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant, and Moisturizer. Because we all know how painful chafing can be when you're wearing your bathing suit all day. Nobody likes nose hairs, so their package comes with the Weed Whacker 2.0 as well. You're also going to get two free gifts. The Shed Travel Bag, about a $39 value, and the patented high-performance Reduced Chafing Manscaped Boxers. And if you're wearing sandals, you're going to need to get the Manscaped Shears 2.0 Nail Kit. Having the right tools for grooming is essential. Do yourself a favor and always use the right tools for the job. Get 20% off in free shipping with promo code Bubba at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off in free shipping with promo code Bubba at Manscaped.com. Trim your chesticles with the besticles at Manscaped.com. Escape.com, promo code Bubba. Bodyguards are basically the only really essential part of the entourage. You could live without your hairstylist. You could live without your makeup artist. But you might not actually be able to live without your bodyguard. Lee, it's uh, Bubba. How are you today, buddy? Good, sir. How you doing? Good, buddy. Now, first of all, do you have a, do you have a website? As we're going to be yeah. talking to you today, people can maybe go check you out a little bit. Yes, LeeTWeaver.com. Because there's, there's a lot of regular Lee, Lee Weavers running around here trying to be you, my friend. Trying to be me. So, you can't be me. Now, you can't imitate me. you got to be me. 100% me. 6'4", 294. Uh, uh, bench press is 425 pounds. Squats, 450. Celebrity bodyguard of a lot of people. Now, do you, do you have a new book out right now, Lee? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, it's called Memoirs of a Celebrity Bodyguard. And it's not out there to dish nobody. It just tells my story, my 20-year history of Hollywood. How long's it been out? How long's that book been out, Lee? Uh, it's 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 just now coming out. Is it available? I yes, sir. Yeah, so it's available at Amazon.com, Barnes and Nobles, those kinds of places. Yes, yes. Excellent. Yes. So now, now, Lee, when you were first growing up, you know, out there in L.A., and think, who was the very first person that you kind of that uh, of name value that you started bodyguard? Um, first person was. Eddie Murphy. Oh man, I, man! I hope I hope I hope you got some good stories about Eddie Murphy because I grew up loving Eddie Murphy. <laughs> I, 
I did like five years with Eddie Murphy, living with him in his house. How I met Eddie Murphy was in a nightclub, celebrity nightclub. And I didn't know, I was just walking down the street in the Hollywood Boulevard, this Italian guy asked me, hey, you want to be a, you want to work in my nightclub? And little did I know, uh, it was a celebrity nightclub. Like, I was into that club maybe like a week. And all kind of people was coming in, like Eddie Murphy, Mike Tyson, Michael Jackson, people like that. And how I met Eddie was, he got into a fight later on that night in the nightclub. I got into, he was dancing with some guy's girl. Imagine that. And the guy wanted, he wanted his girl. He told Eddie, start dancing. Eddie just said, hey, I'm dancing, I'm just dancing. And the guy said, no, this is my girl. All of a sudden, a punch was thrown, and Eddie got punched, and Eddie went to the floor. Next thing I know, the guy was on top of Eddie. And as he was getting ready to hit Eddie again, I pulled the guy off of Eddie. Eddie looked me eye to eye. He said, whoa, you want a real job? <laughs> so just like that. Now, now, of course, you, know, you working with him that long. You know, Eddie's one of those guys, there's so many rumors about it. And obviously the gay rumor is the big one when it comes to Eddie Murphy. You know, there's rumors <laughs> about him and Arsenio. And if you're around Eddie for that many years, can you confirm or deny these, these allegations of uh, him being gay? Well, well, you know what I mean? Um, um, I never seen, you know, I never really seen it. But, yeah, I mean, of course, there's, you know what I mean? There was the, um, the, the, there was things going around that, that confirmed certain things. Like you know, what? I never, like what? Like, like dudes, what? dudes uh, spending the night in his room or something? Yeah, you know what I mean? I, you know what I mean? I, I've seen certain things, but like I said, I never seen no man to man in bed. Nothing like that. Well, what, I mean, was, you, what was the thing that you saw that you, you kind of go, eh, that's not right? Right, like like I said, like um, like I, I might have seen like um, maybe like um, um, I could have seen like some transvestites in the house or like that, but I never I never connected yeah. people with people. So you said I mean, so you may have seen some transvestite rolling around the house, but you didn't see no like one on you didn't see any sex acts, but you just saw a lot of stuff around the house. Exactly, like hey hey hey, excuse hey. me, miss, and then you hear the voice so deep. Oh, excuse me, you're not a miss. How many trans? Oh. How many transvestites would you say were running around his crib? I don't know, like, cause you know, we they used to have some wild, crazy party where everybody was there. You know what I mean? From he, he, she, she. You know, I'm mean? like, whoa. You know what I mean? When I first got there, I was like, okay, okay. Didn't really, you know, question nothing. Just did the bodyguard and it's protected. That was it. I mean, Ned, I really didn't ask no questions. Ned, I was just going to check. Ned, if you were as Ned, if you were as popular as Eddie Murphy was or is, and had that kind of money, wouldn't you have transvestites rolling around your oh, party I as mean, well? Who doesn't have transvestites? Well, because you know, I mean, because you don't know who's who until they get there. Exactly. Like, we, we'll go to a nightclub and just pick up people, and by the time we get to the house, you don't know who's who, especially in Hollywood. Now, now you I'm, actually did, and you did some bodyguarding for Arsenio Hall too, and they had, and a lot of times, as Spice was talking about, they had those two kind of. Uh, Linked up, kind of linked up. Any anything about that? Well, you know, I mean, like I said, you know, they used to hang as friends, but like I, I, I never really like witnessed anything with them. Like I never walked into a room and 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 um and Artenio said, "Eddie, hand me the towel." <laughs> would there would there be any situations like when you started working for Eddie Murphy? Would he tell you, "Look, man, I trust you. I hope you don't, you know." screw me over and tell anybody my, my secrets, my stories. Or did you guys sign a, a, a confidentiality form, or how did that work? No, no, I never signed nothing like that. He never told me nothing like that either, because Eddie was the type of person, like, he just did things. He didn't, you know, I, I 
I guess he didn't really care who was around him. He just, you know, did his own thing. He, he didn't care. Was there any anybody that you ever worked with that said, you know, they may have done something, or or and then you said they said, you know, hey, you didn't see that, or you know, was there any, was there ever any of that? No, there was nothing like that. I, you know, what I mean, and like I said, I was about, around a lot of people that did whatever they want to do, and they didn't care who was around them, you know. And I was sometimes I was kind of shocked. Some of the positions I was in, you know, what I mean, uh, what was the, some what, of the conversations I heard. What was the what was the most you know shocked you ever were with with whom and why? Well, with sometimes the conversation with sometimes Eddie and Michael Jackson. When they used to talk about certain things, <laughs> yeah, my, I'll tell you something. I can only imagine that conversation. Yeah, yeah let's get, yeah, let, let's, yeah, let's get, let's get into it. I'm like, whoa, you know, what I mean, they used to be sometimes they were talking about like like the gift giver. This was a person like that. Uh, Michael used to Michael Jackson used to always say like the gift giver was a person that gives you all the gifts, and that's how you become a superstar. And the only way you can reach the gift giver is going to a deep deep sleep. The deeper the sleep you go into, the closer you could get to them. And they saw, and I used to be sitting there listening. <laughs> and they was, and Michael used to always say, he has to go into a deep sleep. That was so he if, could... he did, if he didn't, Prince was. He, Michael always said the the only person that could outperform him on this planet was Prince. And and, and they used to always talk about the gift giver was given. Prince all the gifts, because Prince could do everything on stage, dancing and everything. Michael used to put people into a deep, deep sleep with, you know, the profile so that he could, like, you know, have sex with them. That's the gift. <laughs> I mean, so, so my... Exactly, but, you know, I mean, there was, he was serious about this. That's why Michael Jackson used to go into a deep, deep sleep, because it started all the way back from Elvis Presley. Uh, uh, Eddie had books on this. Eddie Murphy had books on this, How You Reach the Gift Giver. <laughs> And they really talked about this, and I was seriously, I used to sit around and listen at them on how to reach the gift giver. And they were are you serious. kidding me? I mean, they, 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 are, they, they make that much money and are that and are that weird that they have to, they have to, Spice, you know, the bottom line is they're just trying to justify why they're getting so drugged up and, go, and, and going to sleep. Well, I mean, when it, when it, come, when it comes to the gift deeper giver, sleep, deeper, deeper. did they ever mention, like, were they talking about Jesus or did they talk about a figure no. or, or what was this, what did the gift giver look like? I'm telling you, I used to sit there, I'd be pinching myself. I said, damn, am I dreaming? Are they actually talking about this? I mean, they said, Eddie, and Michael used to always talk about, Eddie, how do you reach the gift giver? And he used to say he used to say certain things, look to a mirror, hold a candle with one hand. And they used to say certain things, and, and they, oh, they, they were serious about this. Oh, wow. You know, I was like, "Well, what the hell?" You know, and I really thought I was dreaming. I had to pinch myself, and um, and like, because if you once you reach the gift giver, if you really see him, there's no return. So that's why you know Michael, he, he reached him, and you get all the gifts you. You get all the gifts you could imagine. Michael was looking but, for little boys. Michael was looking for the gifts of, of you know he got he got the Webster kid and he got the Macaulay Hawkins. So he got what he he got what he was looking for. He got all the oh, gifts. No, he got more now. Could you see he's getting all kind of stuff now? Yeah, he's, because he's gone. By the but way, once uh, you see him, you can't come back. Lee uh, Lee Weaver on the phone. Lee uh, has you can go to Lee Weaver's website if you like. Lee T Weaver He's got a new uh, book out about uh, bodyguarding all types of uh, famous people. Let's go to Pam Anderson. Give me some Pam Anderson stuff. Oh, she was cool, and she was so funny. She was, you know what I mean, one of the sexiest ladies out here in Hollywood, and still is. It was funny. You know, I, mean, I worked with her during her um, VIP era. I remember at the end of the days, you know what I mean, she used, to, 
she, she'd be in her dress room and ready to go home. She'd just pull her clothes off right in front of everybody, didn't care. I mean, and then put on her other clothes. And she, she'd get in the car, and I used to go back and, and inside, make sure she didn't leave nothing. I remember this old guy, he used to always be there to, to clean up the thing. He used to always say, hey, buddy, I'll give you $100 for those panties. I said, what? I mean, I would have been I selling mean, them panties. Mm. Yeah. I'm like, whoa. Any, uh, okay. A lot of, I mean, a lot of any guys coming in and out of there? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. I mean, no, no, not really. <clears throat> she wasn't the type that, that messed around. Just she, she had one boyfriend. That's when um, she was on and off. And then she had this uh, blonde model from Europe that she used to see. Yeah, she wasn't like, you know, a bunch of guys all at once. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure they would have loved that. She was like one boyfriend at a time, I guess, after Tommy. I mean, you know what I mean? Not, not too many um, people could um, stand up next to Tommy after yeah. Tommy. Not even, a, not even a kick-ass brother like yourself might not even measure up to Tommy. He, he nah, met- you have to, you know, tie a couple of... Uh, Intertools to your side before you go in there. I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, Tommy makes us white guys proud. That, that's our boy right there because there ain't a lot of us rolling around with Tommy. What Tommy's got? Yeah, because all the brothers, we thought that was, we thought Tommy was one of us. You know what I mean? That Tommy, <laughs> hey, he can't be no white boy. Spice, you got something for Lee? Well, I was going to say, you know, it seems like if if you're pretty good with your craft and you're good with your money, you can make some pretty lucrative dough being a bodyguard. What would you get paid? Yeah. Oh, it depends on who who you went to, what celebrity. Like, it, let, it let's say from three thousand to six thousand dollars a week. Now, like, who was the be- who was the best payer? Let's talk about who you know who paid you the best and who you know was the worst. Uh, I, I I would say Eddie Murphy, Eddie what? Murphy, uh, Wesley Snipes, Michael Jackson was good, but I never worked for him. I should talk to his bodyguards. Um, now, what kind of stories were Michael Jackson's bodyguards coming up with? I can only imagine. I can only imagine the stuff that they were seeing. Yeah, they got, they got some weird, freaky stories. I, I, like the first time I ever met Michael Jackson was strange. Oh my God! You know what I mean? Him and Eddie. I remember first time I ever met him. Uh, him and Eddie is talking, and and before we get into the room, and Michael Jackson said, "Okay, now." When you see Bubbles, don't look him to the eyes because Bubbles no. like a little pit bull. He gets mean and he don't like nobody to talk to Michael Jackson. Don't look at Bubbles because he's very territorial. <laughs> yeah. And then so 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 I'm in the room. I'm in the room and Eddie and Michael is talking. I'm sitting down with me and another bodyguard, and you see something coming from out of the side of the room, and you're gonna look because I I I, I look and I'm thinking like oh, oh wow. that's Wester. And I look, and it's bubbles. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I'm like, oh, because you got to look because now, the way he's dressed, he got a T-shirt on. Now, can you imagine if Eddie Mur- jeans. Can you imagine? <laughs> now, listen. And, 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 and he has a T-shirt, and the T-shirt was rolled up like a little boy. So I'm thinking, oh, wow. why is Wester dressed like that? I'm looking, oh, so oh, wow. that's not Wester. I mean, and, and he catches my eyes, and he comes straight towards me like a little pit bull. Well, the little monkey, the little, mo- the little monkey starts coming at you. Bubbles with yeah, you exactly, are. exactly. And I remember Michael said, "Don't look him in the eyes because he don't like nobody talking to Michael Jackson because he's he's that protective." Rip your so face I'm trying out. to like, I'm trying. To, I said, "Do I laugh or do I get scared?" And I'm thinking, I'm six four, special forces. 300 pounds, he can't talk oh, wow. to me. I just pluck him in the head and tell him to get the hell out of here. <laughs> I mean, but by that time, now he's like, like within like feet from me, and what a wind. He's like, I can feel his breathing like real heavy. I'm, and, and Michael didn't say nothing. He he's still talking to um, Eddie Murphy. 
And I look again, and now I catch him. He's like right in my face, breathing real hard. And I'm like, oh, oh wow. he's not playing. I'm talking about, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm looking straight in the eyes. Of him. <laughs> Lee? No, it's right. He shows right. me his right. teeth. Right. I'm like, oh, oh wow. this is getting really freaky now. <laughs> now and he look. picks up his hand and drops it on my leg. I'm like, oh, oh wow. that was the hardest Charlie horse I ever felt. And I'm like, I'm thinking Michael Jackson's going to get up and say, get out of here, Bubbles. Oh, wow. And him and, I mean, him and Mike, him and Eddie and Michael still talking about the other shit. Oh, wow. Hey, Lee, 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 Lee,
the chimpanzee. Oh man, they're <laughs> they say, he will rip your face off. So that little that little <laughs> that little ass that little ass chimpanzee would have whipped your ass, wouldn't you? Well, we would have went toe to toe. That's what I got to say. I mean, I well, probably would have came out of the room all beat up, but well, he, you know, that, he would have know. He would have know he'd been in a fight. Bottom line, I'm gonna tell you right now, man. That, that, that little bu- little bubbles almost had you pulling out your weapon, kid. Exactly. You know what I mean? He, you know what I mean? I underestimated him. I mean, I, when he got me at, I thought it was Webster. That's the only thing. I mean, like, Man, I said, why he got Webster dressed like that? Uh, Lee I'm Weaver. Like, that's old. Oh, wow. That's not Webster. Why would Webster have suspenders on in a T-shirt? Oh, yeah. Lee Weaver, celebrity. Oh, I, oh that's all I kept saying. Well, it's got to be a crazy dream. Uh, I mean, Lee I'm Weaver. telling you, if you ever go to Michael Jackson's house, you better not be drunk or you better not be high because you're going to get into the worst experience you ever had because you got some freaky things and going through that house. Ooh, and I'm not saying this to make you laugh. I'm telling you this from my experience. Lee Weaver. You better not do no acid. You better not drink no liquor. You better not smoke no weed. You better go in there straight. Because he's got... Michael Jackson, back when he was alive, that bitch had chimpanzees dress up like Webster. He, did you see any hot bitches around there or no? That's one thing that got me because he had the most amazing house. I never seen nobody walking through there that like said, "Ooh, look at this girl." No, you just saw, you just saw monkeys. I mean, when you walk in there, you see nothing but rides, and all the rides are going. The popcorn machine is popping, and there's a man saying, "All right, all right, stand in line, boys and girls. If you cut the line, you're gonna have to get in the back." And you're looking around, saying, "Who the hell are you talking to?" There's nobody around, but you hear this announcement saying, "Stand in line, boys and girls. You cut the line one more time, you gotta get in the back." And there's nobody. Turning around, there's nobody around. What the hell? And you think you're in the Twilight Zone or you're in Disneyland with all the rides going, but there's no kids. There's and, nothing. And, and everybody's standing around like, yo, where the hell are we? Well, you better be. And you come Michael Jackson from the Ron the Ferris world. How you guys doing? And scared the oh, wow. shit out of everybody. <laughs> and, 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 and he said, hey, Michael, you better cut that oh, wow. shit out. And Michael said, oh, Eddie, cut it out. I was standing right here. <laughs> and what this was freaky. Michael said, I'm Peter Pan. I could be anywhere I want. <laughs> Eddie, and Eddie said, if you're Peter Pan, fly across the damn room. <laughs> and, 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 and Michael said, oh, Eddie, I'm not going to do that. And Eddie said, why? He said, if I do that, you're going to tell everybody. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? And what was so freaky, he had on clothes that looked just like Peter Pan. He had a little wand. He was waving around. I'm like, yo, this is too freaky for me. And I'm walking. I'm like, whoa, man. And he said, me, if Michael get too freaky, keep that limo running. We out of here. I'm like, yo, yo. I'm telling you, that's my first experience at Michael Jackson's house. <laughs> Can you imagine you've been on some weed or some liquor or something like that? Exactly. That's why I, I, I 
I recommend it. Don't smoke nothing. Don't drink nothing. Now, you know what I mean, you go to Michael's house. Now, now, how about? How, let's get in. Let's get into Mel Gibson. I, I apologize. I'm, I'm trying to be serious. No, here. man, it's, it's all good. But I mean, nobody can tell us. Nobody can explain stuff better than you. You're great. You missed your calling. I'm sorry, but hey, I'm yeah. just going on memory right now. Now, 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 tell me about Mel Gibson. You know, obviously, Mel is going through some. Uh, some some tough times right now, and uh, oh, that's Melly Mel. That's my man. I mean, man, Mel. Uh, Mel says it like it is, man. Is he, is he always is he always this mad? I mean, is he always this? When I first heard that those tapes, I had to listen to that. I kept playing it right back over and over and over. Cause Mel, I got pictures of me and Mel Gibson rasping on the ground. Mel Gibson, he took me to his house. I had to play with his kids. You know, his wife is one of the most loveliest people you want to be around. Not his new one, man. You talking about his new one or his old one? Not his new one. Man. He was never married to this one. Okay, right, right. So you're talking about the old one. That was just some girl just trying to make it in Hollywood. That's why when when, when Mel got together with her, everybody in Hollywood was kind of shocked. I said, oh, what, what? What Mel drinking some cuckoo juice? Like, woo, you know. Now, I mean, like, did you, did you ever see any, um, any uh, signs of out any of this type of behavior with him? When Never. You, when that's you... what shocked me. You know what I mean? I'm talking about. I ate with Mel. Sat, broke bread with Mel. Played with him. I tell you, I got pictures of me and Mel Gibson wrestling, and that's what shocked me. You know, and, and when he. <laughs> I, I'll send you. I'll email you the pictures. You know, <laughs> of you guys wrestling through me. Yeah, I mean, but he's there. But he's but he's dropped. But he was also dropping the end bomb. And did you see all yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. He's a he's a practical joker. <laughs> <laughs> he, he wasn't no practical joker that much. You know what I mean, I was way bigger than him. He never, you know, called me. Hey, you big black. Hey, all right, Mel. All right. Uh, <laughs> no, I would have checked his ass. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get when you're talking through Mint Mobile. I mean, I can't believe that I've been living some other life with all this scratchy mobile when I can get crystal clear and the best mobile through Mint Mobile. And I can do it all for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. I can afford this. How much have I been paying on my other plan? Probably getting gouged. But it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plan. I mean, I'm talking jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. Say goodbye to all that nonsense. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with a premium wireless plan starting at $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month to get this new customer offer and your three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month go to mintmobile.com forward slash bubba that's mintmobile.com forward slash b-u-b-b-a cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash bubba 45 dollars upfront payment required equivalent to 15 a month new customers on first three-month plan only speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plans additional taxes fees and Restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. 
Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. <laughs> Lee Weaver on the phone today. Uh, Lee's got a brand new book. What's the, what's the book called, Lee? I'm sorry. Uh, it, it, it just tells my life history, my 20 years experience in Hollywood. I just label it um, memorized of a celebrity bodyguard. I mean, it just gives the insight, the dark side of Hollywood, the good side of Hollywood, because everybody thinks it's a good side. It's a good side, and then there's a dark side, too. What's the, I mean, what, what's the darkest side of Hollywood, you know, that, that may be in your book or may not be in your book that you saw that, you know, that you're, besides Bubble, the you know, attacking chimpanzee, what was, the, what was the dark side of Hollywood? Oh, there's dark sides where I used to have to stick guns in people's mouths to get us out of dangerous situations. Really? Like, give me, give me, give me, a, give me an example. It's pretty dark. Um, like, 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 uh, whoo. I mean, you know, I mean, what, 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 that is so dangerous and scary is you don't know that's happening because you, you, you get up out of the house and you don't know the situation's going to happen until you're right there. And that used to piss me off because, like, like, something like with a Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, let's talk about- be, yeah, we'll be running the streets, and she'll get in a situation. She'll get me in a situation sometimes, be me and her there. And, 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 or we'll be in like somewhere in Beverly Hills, and somebody must have ripped her off or something. And next thing I know, she's beating a speech, slapping a guy. Boom, boom, boom. I'm talking about a guy like three times her size. <laughs> and, and, and she's smacking him. This, 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 oh, wow. I pay for it. Boom, boom. And I'm looking at oh, Lindsay. And I'm running over there. And by the time I get there, he already have a gun out. You know what I mean? And, 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 but he's not going to shoot Lindsay, but he's ready to like, this is waste me. And I'm, I'm getting there, and, and by the time I get there, the barrel is hitting me right in the middle of the chest. And he said, and now he's screaming at her, how dare you come up here, and, and you're going to bring this big old black guy here to try to rob me? And now all I'm thinking, he had his finger on the trigger. I'm like, oh. Now all I see was my life flashing between my eyes, you know, because all he had to do was pull the trigger. He could have got away with it. Cause we're in Beverly Hills, big old expensive white area. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, I, I could have sworn I get in my arm and stuff, but I, no, I was trying to hold my composure no, every uh, day. On that particular, right. on that particular uh, issue, when you're talking about, you know, going up in a place in Beverly Hills, you got a guy, and it, it, and she's thinking that she got ripped off. I mean, is that, is that am I insinuating that might have been a cocaine deal or something? Well, I don't know because I wasn't. I, I was. All, sometimes she'll pull me in on the last, you know. When it went ugly, but she'd never tell me what happened, and because I always talk out of it, I said, "Oh, well, whatever. You got ripped off. You shouldn't have been there." Because I used to always try to talk her out of certain things. Now, I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, she's obviously buying something that she probably. Exactly. I mean, so I mean, she's probably doing a cocaine deal or something hey, like that. Whatever. She was doing something that she's not supposed to do, and it went sour, and she came and got me. And how many? I mean, how many? How many of those sour deals were you a part of? 
Oh, plenty of them, plenty of them. Like I said, like it was t- like, and that was that time. It went, it, it was, go- it went so close where I really thought I was gonna die that time. And what happened was he had it, and, and he was, and she was still getting ready to slap him, and then he was concentrating on me. And then what, what exactly happened was like four in the morning, and something moved in the bushes. I don't know if it was a cat, dog, or whatever, and it moved, and he turned his head. And I hit him so hard in his neck, it seemed like I broke his neck. <laughs> he fell to the ground. And the gun went down, and she's like, oh, wow. you killed him. <laughs> and I just grabbed it to get your little ass in the car. Now, her, she jumped in the car, now and, I, and he had his hand in one of the pockets, and I reached in there to see what he had. Because I wanted to see what was going on. And I, I didn't see nothing in his pocket. And I put her in the car, and me and her was, we was, I was doing all the arguing. I was talking. I was saying, I was screaming, you know, how dare you put me in a situation where this dude get ready to kill me. And I was just driving 100 miles an hour just to get out of the area. I was all on sidewalk. I'm sure people was coming out and saying, damn, is that the gardener this early? I was all, I was, whoo, and I got to where she was going, kicked the door and said, get out, don't ever call me again. That's how, that's how angry I was. Now, it's just, it was, you know, Lee, Lee, uh, Lee T. Weaver, uh, bodyguard of the stars, you know, you said that uh, you were kind of worried about Lindsay Lohan because her, her lifestyle and her party and everything like that. Are you still worried about her, even though she, oh, she did you like oh, that? Yeah. Oh, yes. When, when, she, when she was crying, this one really got me. When she was crying, when the judge sentenced her and she was crying on television, I, you know what I mean? I was really upset. That really got me because when I seen her crying on national TV, because we was kind of close. I was like almost big brother. She was little sister. I mean, you know what I mean? And when she started crying, that really got me yeah, right but, there because yeah, I was dude, close to her. Yeah, but she says, like a little sister. Yeah, but she says that you stole from her. I mean, she's made a lot of bad allegations towards you. But, you know what I mean? When she said that, because she, she was angry a lot because there were certain things I didn't do because when there was a couple of times when she got caught with certain things and she wanted me to hold certain things, I said, no, I know, I quit. I, I ain't doing it. And that's when she, you know, said those things. She was upset because so I wouldn't hold certain things or hide certain things. I so said, no, she, I'm not here for that. So the bottom line is she wanted, you, she wanted you to hold a cocaine and hold the things like that, and you knew that, you know, if you... If yes. you if you'd hold exactly. something like that, next thing you know, the cops roll up and they're gonna they're gonna throw throw you know get the get the black guy, not the stupid ass white bitch. Exactly. Now, I mean, they always say, "Oh, we get you out of jail." Said, oh, wow. You ain't get me out because I'm not going to jail for this. Now, how, I mean, I how mean, many how many Lee T. Weaver on the phone, by the way, and how many how many times were you in that situation where she wanted you to hold some you know cup cuff some cocaine? Oh, plenty of times. There was times where I before I hook up with her at night, I say, "Hey, do you have anything on you?" She said, "What?" I say, "Any drugs." Any weapons? Do you have anything on you before you get in this car? There was some nights I said, no, I'm not getting in your car tonight. You get in my car. And I know there was nothing in my car, and then I felt safe for the night. Why, so, now, now, Lee, why do you think that she has such a substance problem? Why do you think what what, what just defend? I think that goes way back. You know what I mean? When she was a little girl, she used to have to stand up and fight. For her mother, when you know what I mean? She, she used to tell me she's tired of seeing her father um, fight her mother. And she was, she grew up at when she was ten years old. She was she was the breadwinner, everything. And the father used to do all kind of weird things. He'd come home all you know drunk or whatever and want to fight the mother. And, and she was tired of that. And so she used to stand right up and fight him toe to toe like she was a man. She used to tell me this and used to hurt her when she's 
see her father beat up her mother, and she got tired of it, and she used to jump on the father like she was the man of the of, of the house. Now, Michael, she, <clears throat> Michael Lohan listens to the show, and so he he might even be listening right now. What would you say to him if you had an opportunity? See, see, I'm not here to judge Michael. I, I can't judge nobody about their past. He did what he did in his past, and he has his own reason why he did that. Um, so I'm not saying he's no bad guy. Cause we all have a dark side. I mean, so he did what he did in his past. I'm pretty sure he's trying to make up for whatever he did in the past. When do you think I Lohan's mean, going to overdose and die? Well, what's your what's your bet on that? Who, Lindsey? Yeah, I'm 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 guessing a year. What's over under on that? Yeah, I mean, because when, when I was with her, I was deep down inside. I really tried to help her because. I used to be with Wesley, Wesley Snipes, and Robert Downey Jr. and all of them, and I kind of slowed them up when it when it comes to certain things, and that's how I ended up with Lindsay. And, you know what I mean? I did slow up a little bit. I did. It was just the people, other people around her used to bring her certain things. I almost broke this guy's arm one day when he was giving her something, uh, and I said, "Yo, well, what's that?" You know what I mean? I'm twisting his arm. I almost broke because you know I used to try to scare people away. And they, they said, you know, and they still got got around me somehow to get her certain things. Because I, mean, what, I, I was, was her, the guy, no, no, Lindsay, you ain't doing none of that. Oh, oh okay, okay. What was her certain was, thing? What, what what was her certain thing of choice that she liked the most, cocaine? Well, I couldn't, I couldn't say it was cocaine because I, I never really seen her doing it. But it was always around us. For some reason, if I go somewhere and come back, I used to see lions on the table. But she never said it was hers. And I said, oh, well, who's this? And nobody never said nothing. And the next thing I know, I'm swiping it off the table. And now they all looking at me like, they like, get ready to like, one, jump on me and just kill me. Because you just but none of them never stepped. I said, who's is it? Nobody said nothing. So I just, next day I'm wiping it on the floor. And nobody <laughs> yeah, like, I guess it's the janitor's now. Man, they're like, man, the black guy just killed the party. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what they said. One time I did that, they were going to call the cops on me. I'm going to call the cops. <laughs> Lindsay jumped up. No, 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 no. That means because I was tired at night. I said, "Yo, let's go." She said, "I'm going a little while." Next thing I know, it was a lot of power to table. When I took the whole table and tipped it over. Now, how sexually, how sexually <laughs> active was she? I mean, you know, I mean, obviously she was. Uh, you know, she just got out of jail yesterday. She's talking about. Uh, by She's the way. bisexual, so she always had that Samantha Ronson bitch uh, hanging around. Lee T. Weaver on the phone. He was a bodyguard for. Uh, for Lindsay Lohan for a long time, Wesley Snipes, Mel Gibson. So far, Mel Gibson checks out okay in his book. But uh, tell us, tell us about uh, you know how you know because she's you know hot and went both she ways. Was, she was she was pretty. She was nice and all that. She like I said, she was hot. She she what thing used to confuse me when I first hooked up, hooked up with her. There was a lot. Of, there was like two or three gay guys with her, and, and, and every now and then a couple of pretty girls with her. And with the, and I just always say, yeah, why these gay guys? What? How come it can't be a bunch of pretty girls? And, and the gay guys just always say, oh, Lindsay, thank you for bringing that big old chocolate Hershey bar with you. And I turned around and said, chocolate Hershey bar? Who you call a Hershey bar? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you was for us. I said, hey, let's get this oh, wow. straight now. It ain't nothing like that. So I mean, like, but, but, man called me a big black Hershey bar. I said, you crazy? No, no. How about, how about, I almost broke his neck. How, how about, <laughs> I tried to correct him within 10 seconds. Now, now, did she, I mean, did she, did you see her sexually with more guys or more girls? Well, with her, it was always girls with us. Always girls with us. I mean, never seen no guys with us late in the morning. At the end of the night, I wish I said, all right, I'm going to be right home. It was always a girl. 
And I didn't know what was happening. And then I always say, like, oh, okay. And I never questioned nobody. As long as they gave me a check, I didn't care if it was with an elephant. Just pay me. Now, how much How much was Lindsay paying you when you're working for Lindsay? How much was she paying? Well, I, I can't really talk about that. You know what I mean? But I got paid. And some nights, I, some weeks, I used to get paid, like, every Friday. And some Fridays, the check was held up. And that's when I didn't show up. If it's held up, I ain't showing up. Why Now, why would she hold the check up? Because sometimes her money ran out. Oh, she! I mean, she 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 throw down so hard that her money would run out sometimes. Exactly, exactly. Wow. And management will call up and say, "Hey, you know, our money's kind of short." I said, "Ain't no millionaire money short. You have to pay me some way." No. I mean, especially when I see girls when they when they when they partying all through the night. I said, "She got money to party. She got money to pay me." Now, how did it go? <laughs> what what ended up going awry? How did it end up going bad with Lindsay? How did it leave? How did you guys leave off? Well, it, 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 what, what kind of happened was I got kind of burnt out because when I used to be with her, I used to be with her all day, all night, and all morning. And, you know, you get kind of burnt out doing that after a while because the only reason why I was with her that time like that because I used to feel, like I said, I felt sorry for her. I used to leave her and say, I'm going home. I'm up too long. As soon as I get home, she'll call me and get the crying I don't have no ride home. Please come get me. I said, no, I'm not coming. And then as soon as you get the crying, I feel sorry for her. And I go get her, you know what I mean, wherever she's at. And I put her in the car. She'd be crying. That means she's coming down from whatever she had. And I, I'm, I'm angry now. I said, look, get your ass. Get in the bed. <laughs> whatever, you know. <laughs> Now, now, did she ever? Did she ever put the? I mean, did she ever like you know try to pay you with a little ass action? Like you know, did she ever try to give you a little something, something? Nah, she. You know, I mean, she was. She. I probably would have broke her in half. She was too small for me. I mean, I would have laid on her. The judge would looked at me. Why are you rape her? I said, rape her. I was just having sex. I didn't mean to break her body. No, no. Did, did, did you ever see her with any? Did you ever see her with any brothers? Was she ever with any black guys? That's what kind of shocked me too. I never seen her with a with a brother. If I seen her with a brother, it was just like a shake hand, and that was it. You think Dude, she... This mostly with this uh, this white girl. I never seen her with a sister either. Never with a no, only a white. Because nah, a sister would have cried. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Is she is she more of a mess? Talking about Lindsay Lohan, this is her former bodyguard, uh, Lee T. Weaver. Uh, and uh, by the way, you can go to LeeTWeaver.com. Is she more of a mess uh, than people think? I mean, you know, obviously we think. Yeah, she, she's the type of girl like this. I always thought Sydney, what's that, that um, the girl that made that song, Sydney Lauper, Girls Just Want to Have Fun? Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's that's Lindsay title song. Girls this wanna have fun. I mean or or party all the time. One of that song like Eddie Murphy. I think I Eric, just wanna party all the time. She's what that's her song. I think that I think like that, uh, that's all. I think that uh that uh, Eric Clapton did a song about her called Cocaine. Oh I, <laughs> Well, whatever, you know what I mean? I'm just saying, you know, you know, like I said I, is her call, is, is I've her, never seen her do it, but it was always around. Right. I mean, you know, it was always around. The signs were there. I mean, you know, and you were always asked to hold, you know, you won't say it, but hold certain stuff and see certain stuff, and you and you did and saw right. all that, and that's the, that's the problem that you had in itself with her, did you not? That's the problem. You know, I mean, we started always getting arguments. I said, I'm not here to hold nothing. I'm not holding nothing, and don't pull nothing out in front of me. If you pull it out, I'm going home. And, you know, how you stop? And, and, and when she had certain... You know, I used to, I'm talking about 
midst of this accidentally fine, because I, I, before I get in the car, I, I open the glove compartment, fill up under the seats. I search the car before I get comfortable in there. If I find something, one time I found something that was like a whole lot of stuff. I opened it up, yo, and I just poured it on the ground, and it was three people in the car. They looked at me like, this guy got to be crazy. Throwing, oh. out, throwing out all that, all no. that nice charge on the ground. Go ahead, Spice. Now, when it, come, when it comes to the drugs, I know you said that uh, the only one that could really match Lindsay Lohan and her drug use was Nicole Richie, and you used to see her Nicole Richie like uh, getting crazy too, right? She she used to get kind of like put in the cold, I guess. You know what I mean? You never see her out there in the streets and acting like. Well, well, I guess she did it in the streets. She was driving on the freeway the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, that's on the streets. <laughs> yeah. Once she did that, she woke up. I mean, she, and Nicole's been going straight ever since that happened. You know what I mean? Because when you're going on the wrong way on the freeway, that will wake your ass. Yeah, but, but prior prior like, to Whoa, that, dude, what's the tractor trailer driving at me for? Oops, wrong way. Yeah, but prior to that, I mean, you know, you, she used to be all drugged out and stuff like that, and, but they would never snore it in front of you. So what, what happened? They ended up like carrying a mirror to the bathroom or something. Did, did I do what? They, did they end up carrying a mirror to the bathroom to snort their blow behind your back? Well, you no. Know, sometimes if, if things was there, then she, she'll say, "Hey, oh damn it, Lee, I forgot, left this in the car." And now it's their time, and I'll go get something from the car. And I would love some time to leave. It'll give me a chance to disappear for a while. And then, and then I'll say, all right, I'll be back in about 10 or 15 minutes. I'll like an hour, because I know once she's in a certain place, she's safe. Right. Because she's, she's, she's been around a certain girl. They, nothing won't happen to her. Only thing probably happens is she get her Bob. And that's it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so, now, I'm so, sorry about that. No, that's, that's, that's fine, man. That's fine for the satellite show. So now, now, you're saying that Nicole was uh, obviously liked girls as well. I don't know who was doing it, oh, wow. but but somebody I, I came up and it was all sweaty, sweaty. I'm like, hey, no. it felt like a sauna up in here. Now, you know? now, let's talk about Wesley. Wesley, man, that guy. He's, I mean, he's going to prison for three years. Lost it on appeal. Uh, how I long? When I, I did maybe three years with Wesley. I worked with Wesley three years. Right. I used to always talk to Wesley about certain things when it came to that money because I learned a lot of things about money when I was working with Eddie. And Eddie, Wesley was, he, he used to always worry about the housekeepers taking his money. Like, he'll, he'll leave, like, maybe $10, $20 of bills, you know, laying around, and the housekeeper will clean his house and maybe keep the money, you know, like that little change. So he was worried about the he was worried about the little stuff. He should have he should have been worried about the he was worried about the little stuff. He should have been worried about the the accountant and the and the lawyer you know taking it all. Exactly. I used to say, Wesley, don't worry about the housekeeper taking change off your dresser. You gotta worry about the people that's counting your millions. <laughs> worry about them. He's all oh, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. They ain't gonna they ain't gonna rip me off. They they just they seen the movie Blade. He's always worried about he's all the Mexican. They they, they they don't understand my movie. They 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 can barely speak English. So that's why he wasn't really worried about them. He said because he used to always hire people that couldn't speak English or whatever they but they clean a the house damn good. I mean but and 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 I saw. He said, "Man, don't worry about them taking change. That's just a little bonus for them." But they clean it oh, wow. out of your house. <laughs> I mean, I, like I said, worry about the people that's counting your millions. He he he, he never worried. He said, "No, they ain't gonna rip me off. They ain't gonna rip me off." And now. I, I see him every now and then. He's always said he walked to me with his head down and said, "Lee." He lost it all, man. I mean, he's going he's going to prison for three years. Isn't that bad? Man, that's horrible. Yeah, but you know what I mean. And was, Wesley stepped on a lot of toes out here too. 
Now, like, what, you know, what, what, what did Wesley? Uh, you, you may know some stuff that we don't know. I mean, what, what kind of toes did Wesley snap, uh, step on? Oh, and, and you see, you see, some people step on toes. Wesley used to stomp on toes. Really? Like, yeah. I said, damn, Wesley. Now, why he do that? He's he's the he's one of those person people used to think Hollywood needed him. I said, man, Hollywood don't need you. Hollywood was here. Hollywood was here before you was here. I saw his yo, because that's the way he was. You know, what I mean, he was a blade. He was a tough guy. He used to walk through Hollywood, just you know, what I mean, just kicking, whooping ass. You know, what I mean, that's the way he was. He was serious. He was a he was a fighter. He was. A, I'm talking about. He was good until he met Lee Weaver. I mean, because me and him had a fight down. We we had a fight almost to the death. Well, me he's going to be. He's, he's going to have to be a fighter to fight off all the you know all the brothers in jail that are going to try to get some of that ass. Y'all, they're gonna try. They're gonna try. You know what I mean? Because that's the you know that's their thing. They especially gonna try him because he's this badass. Right. And everybody in jail, they're they gonna always want to try a badass just to get the reputation. Exactly. Uh, anyway, uh, Lee T. Weaver, ladies and gentlemen, you can go to LeeTWeaver.com. Lee has bodyguarded uh, the likes of Pam Anderson, Alyssa Milano, Cindy Crawford, Eddie Murphy. Uh, did some stuff with Michael Jackson, Wesley Snipes, Lindsay Lohan, Mel Gibson. Spice, I got to talk to this guy for hours. Could oh, you not? I bet you he's got a ton more stories. Uh, Think about it. I think I'm Million and one stories. That's all. This is a million and one. Kim Basinger, Alex Baldwin. We got to do this. Oh, the list goes on. We got to. Hey, Lee, we're gonna have to do this monthly. Do it once a month, and uh, you know, a Lee T. Oh. Weaver story or something like that. Call me anytime. Call me anytime. My love goes out to you guys. All right, my man. Hey, listen, LeeTWeaver.com, or you can go to uh, any other bookstores. Tell us the name of the book again, Lee T. It's called Memoirs of a Celebrity Bodyguard. It is no. It's not out there to diss nobody. I'm just telling my story, my story in Hollywood while I was out here. That's it. Just uh, telling my story because it's just like reality. Everybody want to know what happens on the other side. It ain't, it ain't all glamour and glory as you think it is. God, I it's hope he does the auto book. Pull in and knock, and knock it in. <laughs> Anyway, it's some good times too. Lee, I will. Uh, I'll be calling you here in a couple weeks, man. I want to look another couple stories from me, if possible, my friend. Uh, you, you gotta have to at least stay on the phone with me a year to hear these stories. <laughs> Can't wait, my friend. <laughs> Lee T, let me put you on hold real fast so Spice can get your information. I, I got him. I got him. I put him on hold. Okay. <laughs> wow. A year. Guys, unbelievable. Okay, it's great. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're gonna pay each month for your car. Use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on Auto Trader. They're really good at numbers. Auto Trader.